Hello, everyone. Good morning, and welcome back to NPR News. And for today's morning segment, we will be answering questions on World War II, submitted by you all. These questions will be answered by our very own historian. So let's jump right into it. For our first question, why was the Jewish population viewed as such a threat to the Nazi party? Anti-Semitism played a major role in Adolf Hitler's thinking and was a huge part of Nazi ideology. Jews in Europe had been victims of discrimination and persecution since the Middle Ages, and this concept was not new during the time of World War II. And oftentimes, this discrimination and persecution came for religious reasons. But later, in the 19th century, religion played a less important role, and it was more about the differences between races and peoples. The idea that Jews belonged to a different group or people than the Germans eventually caught on. And even though during this time there were Jews who converted to Christianity, they were still considered different because of their bloodline. The origin of Hitler's hate for Jews is still unclear. But it is clear that Hitler came into contact with anti-Semitic ideas at an early age. Hitler is also said to have been ashamed of his partly Jewish roots. We also know that two Austrian politicians greatly influenced Hitler's thinking and were a some sort of role model for his future political views. Georg Ritter was a German nationalist, and he believed that German-speaking regions of Austria-Hungary should be added to the German Empire. And he also felt that Jews could never be full German citizens. And from the second... Karl Luger, Hitler learned how anti-Semitism and social reforms could be successful. Hitler praised Luger as the greatest German mayor of all times. So eventually, when Hitler came into power in 1933, he put similar ideas into place following in the footsteps of his two Austrian uh, role models. It is believed that their hatred also came from the belief that Germans thought Jews were poisoning and weakening the German race overall. It is also believed Hitler's hatred of Jews was the result of trauma caused by a poison attack in the First World War. But again, there is no evidence for any of these claims and it is still up uh, for debate between many historians. The specific reason as to why Hitler hated Jews remains unclear. And as to why they were the main population uh, to be eliminated, again, is unclear. Okay, so moving on to number two. Why was it in the best interest of the United States to drop the atomic bomb on Japan? Now, this one's a bit more complicated to answer because it is still up for debate if it was in our best interest to drop the atomic bomb on Japan and if it was worth it. Uh, The United States is known as the first to ever drop an atomic bomb and use it on another country during a war. Now, Harry Truman, the president at the time, knew the capacity to end the war with Japan was in his hands, but it would also involve unleashing the most terrible weapon ever known to mankind. American soldiers and civilians were weary from four years of fighting. 
yet the Japanese military was refusing to give up their fight. First, an Allied demand for unconditional surrender was made to the leadership in Japan. Although total destruction had been stated if the demand was not met, there was no mention of atomic bombs or any weapons that could cause mass destruction. So, the Japanese military command rejected the request for unconditional surrender. Thus, President Harry S. Truman, knowing that an attempt to invade Japan would result in horrific American casualties, ordered that the new weapon be used to bring the war to a speedy end. Truman believed that the bomb saved Japanese lives as well by ending the war. Over 3,500 Japanese raids had already brought great destruction and loss of American lives, and prolonging the war was not an option for the president. The bomb essentially was used to end the war and save lives. It is not known if President Harry S. Truman made the correct decision by using the atomic bomb considering it killed many Japanese lives, but it is still up for debate. Even so, if it had been right or wrong, it still uh, caused the end of World War II. So, moving on to question three, what was Hitler's ultimate goal in launching World War II? Basically, it all started when Hitler smashed the nation's democratic institution and transformed Germany into a war state for the purpose of conquering Europe for the benefit of the so-called Aryan race. Now, his invasion of Poland is what triggered the European phase of World War II in the first place. The cause came from his and others' outrage and humiliation by the harsh terms of the Treaty of Versailles, which ended World War I. The Allies compelled the German government to accept the Treaty of Versailles, along with the obligation to pay $33 billion in war reparations. Now, paying this de-established the economy, producing a massive amount of inflation. And by September 1923, 4 billion German marks had the equal value of 1 American dollar. This led to Hitler calling for a new German order to replace what he saw as an incompetent and inefficient democratic regime. The ultimate aim of the Nazi party essentially was to seize power through Germany's parliamentary system, then make Hitler dictator in order to create this community of racially pure Germans, which were considered superior to them. Hitler vowed to lead his people in a campaign of racial cleansing and world, uh, world conquest which was really their ultimate goal and the whole reason that World War II started in the first place. So really it came from Hitler's greed and want for power. Okay, so now for number four, what was the world's reaction during the Holocaust? Now this question is a bit difficult to answer and honestly is hard to hear, but we have decided to answer this one and really the answer is that at the start of the war, the American press had printed articles detailing the mistreatment of Jews in Germany. By 1942, many of these newspapers were reporting details of the Holocaust. 
stories about mass murder of Jews in in the millions. Mostly, these articles were only a few inches long and were buried deep in the newspaper. These reports were either denied or unconfirmed by the United States government. The United States government did not want to release any of this information to the press and wanted to keep this all under wraps. The reason is unknown. Now, when the United States government did receive irrefutable evidence that the reports were true, the U.S. government officials suppressed the information. The War Department insisted that the information be kept classified. The reason is unknown. In England as well, photographs of mass graves and mass murder were also classified as secret. British Prime Minister Winston Churchill called for the death camp at Auschwitz to be bombed, but he was ignored. It is debated that hundreds of thousands of innocent Jews could have been saved had the Allies agreed to bomb the death camps or rail lines which were feeding them. At one point, desperate for war, war materials, the Nazis offered the British a million Jews in exchange for 10,000 trucks. When asked why he would refuse to negotiate the deal, a British diplomat responded, What would I do with one million Jews? Where would I put them? Escaped prisoners from death camps filed reports on what was occurring. Again, many of these reports were suppressed. So essentially, the world knew what was happening, but yet all the governments wanted to suppress the information and hide what was happening. Eventually, President Roosevelt, under pressure from the public, agreed to issue a statement condemning the German government for its genocidal policy against the Jews. And on August 14, 1941, the, Br- the British Prime Minister Winston Churchill finally summarized the news in a broadcast to the public. It took time, but eventually the Allies believed that the best way to help the Jews was to win the war. Before they had won the war, they warned Nazi leaders that they would be held responsible for their crimes once Germany was defeated. So, essentially, at the beginning, much of the world was denying what was happening during the Holocaust. They didn't believe it, and even when they did, it was still being suppressed and hidden from the public. But eventually, they came to their senses, and it became more public, and they decided that they needed to help the Jews and that the war had to end. Thank you so much for joining us on this morning's segment. Stay tuned for special coverage of Biden's address to Congress. Thank you so much.